Welcome to Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast, a sacred space for empowerment, transformation, spirituality, and lots of self-love. I am your host, Wendy Rosenthal, a scientist and empowerment coach for women and a spiritual guide to help you find a gift in disguise in trauma, challenges, and pain so that you can create a positive mindset and get your power back by connecting back to your body, mind, and spirit. This podcast is a safe space to share our stories and feel like we're not alone anymore. I will be sharing my personal experiences, have interviews with experts and people like you who are also experts in your own unique way in life. Let's transform fear into freedom. Are you ready? Welcome to this Wellness Wednesday episode of the podcast and oh my goddess you guys I'm so excited you're here. This is probably one of my favorite episodes because not only we have an expert in women's health but also somebody who is an expert in energy healing. Now if you've been following me for a while you know that I'm very passionate about health and wellness and how to really understand our body in all its different forms but one of the things that I'm very passionate as well and I and I hope that people get to be more open into learning is energy healing because your health and wellness is not just about your physical body or even your emotional body but it is also quite related with your energetic body now in case you didn't know well the thing is that we all are energy guys this is something that we just have to understand and accept that we all carry energy in us okay so the more we understand and learn about the energy that we have and learn about maybe past trauma or events that happened to us that if it wasn't healed correctly if it wasn't taken care of back then we will be carrying that energy block in our body in different areas of our body and we might carry them for years and years or decades and then later on it will manifest into a symptom or a disease and so eventually and sometimes these are not even caught by the the conventional western medicine and so i feel like this is another area that we get to really adventure more in and understand that we can actually take care of that when we go to the right person who is knowledgeable about energy healing so Kareen Kamara, she's the owner of Pelvis Wellness, and she is an intuitive acupuncturist and energy medicine practitioner. Kareen is the founder of the Pelvis Wellness Method, a holistic utilization of intuition, acupuncture, abdominal body work, energy healing, and essential oils in individualized transformative sessions. These sessions are filled with the intention to guide people to heal their hearts, to mend their emotional and physical pains. Corinne is so passionate about helping people improve the quality of life, and her core mission is to bring love to the root of your being. I'm so happy you're here today, Corinne. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. And yeah, I'm excited to talk a little bit about my life. I have always wanted to be a healer since I was a little girl. So mm -hmm. it was just a matter of finding a profession and a modality that resonated with me. So when I was younger, I was very much into nutrition. I, I wanted to be a personal chef. I was on the trajectory of doing that. And then I, was, I found myself working at an acupuncture school after college as an office manager. 
And at that time, I was diagnosed with having a cyst on my ovary. And the doctor at the time told me I would need surgery. Mm -hmm. And of course, I didn't want to do surgery. I was actually pretty scared of needles. So acupuncture was never something I wanted to try. But I figured it was better than getting surgery. <laughs> yes. So I tried it. I And it was miraculous for me. It wow. like got rid of the cyst. And more importantly, it got rid of my menstrual pains, which I kind of g gave up on. I thought I was going to have menstrual pains um, for the entirety of my adult life. Mm -hmm. And acupuncture shifted my excruciating level beyond 10 pain to making it a manageable like three. Wow. And at that point, I was totally convinced that this was a, a medicine that I really, really felt was powerful for me. Mm -hmm. And I decided I wanted to go into it. And then as I became an acupuncture student, I started learning so much more about energy and how that works in the body. And when I was leaving New York City to come to California, I had no idea where I wanted to live. I broke up with a boyfriend. I was a complete mess. My heart was broken. I couldn't function. I, I mean, I feel like most of us can empathize with having your heart broken, especially from your first love. Yeah. And I didn't know what else to do. And then I decided to try acupuncture because I was in school and I had heard that it helped with emotions. So I was like, okay, let me try a few sessions. And that again became another miraculous situation where I felt like after a few sessions, I became super clear on where I wanted to live, what I wanted to do. I decided to move to San Francisco. Like all these things started opening up. I got a place to stay. I transferred schools. And within three, three months, I was in San Francisco. And I've been in California for 14 years. And then I really began to believe how acupuncture can shift your mind, body, spirit, and your emotional health. And then I started studying more esoteric acupuncture, learning more about the spiritual aspects of acupuncture. And then I started learning hands-on energy healing. That's when I really started to learn more about auras and chakras and learning more about psychic healing, mm. like being able to move cords and um, astral objects and doing ancestral work, connecting with your ancestors and spirit guides and all of mm -hmm. that. So that was really exciting. So I was learning that while I was already an acupuncturist. I was wow. an acupuncturist for like five years mm -hmm. and I started studying energy work because I was like, oh, this would be a great way to combine the two. And then when COVID happened, I was like, oh my God, like my practice was pretty much like not, I lost about over 50% of my clients oh. and I kind of was like, okay, like acupuncture is a wonderful medicine, but it needs to be in person. Right. So what can I do? What do I have in my arsenal of skills that I could utilize? one um via zoom or via distance i mean i did i've done body work i've done essential oil training i've done a lot of different trainings different modalities mm -hmm. and then i decided to call upon my energy work which i've been studying for four years but wasn't really exclusively doing that and then i just was like okay i'm gonna start doing that and that's kind of what transitioned a lot of what's been happening for the last few months is really honing in on the type of work that I want to do. And I think energy work is so powerful, especially yes. when you have exhausted all other possibilities. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's about just shifting how your energy flows. And a lot of times these wounds and that we have in our body have been there since we were children, infants and beyond. And mm -hmm. these, these can create like psychic blocks 
in our energy field that, that can affect our bodies, our emotional health, our mental health, mm-hmm. and can have these adverse reactions, like situations that are happening over and over in your life, feeling stuck, feeling tired. Yes, yes, and yes. I completely believe about energy healing and how our body is holding so much energy and at the same time there are energy blockages that can affect our health. So for someone who doesn't understand or know that much about energy work, what can you tell us so that we get the basis of it and how can we be introduced to it? It's a multiple, it's a, a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So one of the key ways that you would want to think about energy work is when you're confronting the same illness, situation, experience over and over and over again. Mm. And you've done, you've done things to try to help. You do, you've changed your diet. You started exercising. You went to see a healthcare provider. You went to see your doctor. You've done all the things. You take the supplements. Maybe you do the medication. You do all the things. Wow, yes. But then you're like, it's not shifting. Or it shifts a little bit, but it comes back. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't really get to why is it happening. Like, in my example with the menstrual cramps, like, I had really, really bad menstrual cramps. I mean, I can't even put into words the amount of pain I suffered when I was a teenager. Right? So let's say the pain was, like, at, like, 15. Mm-hmm. At 20 years old, I became macrobiotic, plant-based. My pain went from 15 to like nine. So you see how it like it went down a little bit, but it didn't go away completely. Right. right. But it, it but it got better. And then I went to acupuncture school and I got the treatments. Then it went from like a nine to like a three, which is in my world was like yeah. a miracle. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm at a three now. So I'm at, I'm at this three space. I'm there for a while. And then different things start to happen that spike up my pain. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, I would, I would um, have sexual intercourse with a, a guy that, you know, we were, we're like in a relationship, but it doesn't really feel that great. That month, my menstrual pain would be worse. Things mm-hmm. like that. Or I'm really stressed out. My menstrual pains would get worse or I ate a lot of sugar or I ate a lot of foods that are not best for me, my period pain got worse. So then I really started to understand, oh, okay, like this is what happens to my period pain, but why doesn't it not go away completely? Mm-hmm. And then now a few years later in my thirties, I started to do pelvis wellness. I started really learning about pelvic health, doing massages, doing vaginal steaming. Being like, okay, this is great. Like I'm incorporating all these things. Mm-hmm. And I my, my pain went from a three to like a two, one, depending on the month. And I'm like happy with that. Going from like a 15 to a two, you feel great. But then I'm like, why hasn't it completely gone away? Like, so then I'm like looking at all my arsenals of things that I've done. I've done this, 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 this. I don't understand. So then one month I had a crazy period. I was like, I don't understand. I'm doing all the things. I'm a healthcare provider. This is what I do for work. I should be pain free. Mm-hmm. And then I went to get it. I was studying energy work at the time. And then I went to my teacher and I was like, you know, can I have a session? Because I don't understand what am I missing? And it was like jaw dropping experience. Wow. So I, I went to, the, to her. She did. The, she, we opened the session as we were doing energy work. She was telling me that I was carrying lost souls of miscarriages of births that I had when I was in other lives. I mean, it's super esoteric. It's out there, but I was like, okay, so multiple lives when I had children and they died. 
pretty much my womb was carrying the souls of dead children that I lost, like miscarriages that I had. And I was carrying the pain of loss in my womb space. And I was like, okay. So she cleared, she did her clearing. She cleared my womb and my periods got better. And they, and I was like, okay, my periods improved and it was great. You know, this is like an onion. So it's like, it keeps going and keeps going. So it was better. No worries. Three months. I'm like, oh, this is great. Pain free. (laughs) Got rid of all that. Did my ceremonies, did my meditations, all excited. And then I had a few, like a year ago, I had an insane period. And I was like, what is happening? And then that night I was getting shooting pains in my pelvic area and I was getting flashbacks of all the trauma I went through when I was a child. Oh. And like, because I, I got physically um, abused as a kid. So then it was like all the flashbacks of all the traumas that happened to me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I already knew this. I knew that trauma sits in the wound, especially it sits in the pelvis, especially when it's done to you at an early age, like sexual assaults, all of those things that have happened to me and that happened to others often live in the pelvis because the pelvis is literally the bowl. It's like the container that, can, that stores all that emotional pain. Wow, and I know it like that's a perfect way, I guess, for us to remember even the bowel, the biology of our body. Right. And you said it perfect. It's like a bowl, and whatever you put in it, it's held there for however right. long. Right. And, uh, so wow, that's you, like a good. You actually have to remove it, and otherwise, it just sits there. It's not going. Yeah. And it stagnates, and we all know what happens to stagnant water. It attracts right. disease, and it becomes unhealthy and painful. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those experiences that happened to me, and it was almost like, oh, a lot of times I go through things physically, very quickly and very intensely, but it almost is like a window of how I can help someone else that may come into my life that has something similar. And so when that happened, I was like, wow, like I was storing all that pain in my pelvis, especially on my left side. Like I kept having this pain on my left side. I tried everything. I got an ultrasound. I went to the doctor. I was like, I don't understand why, what's happening. Is it a cyst? Is it a fibroid? Nothing. And then that night I had that crazy experience when all I was getting all these flashbacks. And since then that pain is gone. Wow. And so the the flashbacks just came and then did you have to do something or is just something like maybe in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it just came back to your memory again to maybe just say, okay, you're done with this and now we're leaving kind of thing. Well, well, the thing is it didn't just happen spontaneously because Uh up until that point I was like meditating, I was doing yoga. I was putting a lot of intention Mm -hmm. on clearing whatever was happening in my pelvis. So Mm -hmm. I was putting a lot of um, energy towards that and reconnecting to my heart. So I was doing all the practices I tell people to do that I teach people to do for myself, trying to Mm -hmm. figure out like how I can be whole again. And then that night that happened. So really when you have these experiences, it's like you were working towards something. And then once your body's like ready to release, you'll go through this painful experience that lasts for however long and it's like gone. Okay. Yes. Wow. And that's kind of what happened. And since then I have never, I haven't had that left pain in my Mm -hmm. pelvis. It's gone. And literally I, I I don't know how many doctors I went to just to see what's going on. And so that's kind of my story of what I went through, but it's really about being almost like a detective of like figuring out, is it this, is it that, is it this, is it this? Mm-hmm. And, and it's also an onion of discovery. So for me, I'm always wanting people, 
I want to help guide people down that journey of self-discovery because it's never going to be a cookie cutter thing. Exactly. And, and it also takes time. So while you're discovering, like, why is your body going through this pain? Like, why am I getting these chronic headaches? Why do I have this? It's really trying to understand what are the messages your, your body's truly trying to tell you. Because for me, it was like, oh, wow, I do hold things in my pelvis. Like, how can I let go of my anger? How do I learn how to forgive? How do I forgive yes. my parents? Like letting go yes. of the anger I had towards my parents for what they you know, thought was best for me, but mm-hmm. I thought I felt was abusive, right? So like, I had to come to those places of forgiveness within myself mm-hmm. and let go. And, and it's not, so it's not super easy where you can just be like, you know, I wish I could be the energy person that's like, ooh, you're healed. And it's all I mean, yeah. that would be magical. But that does, but also it would be a distant serve. It would be, I would, I wouldn't even be give, doing you a, ser- a service because if mm-hmm. I was taking away your pain, then you lose the lesson. Exactly. Because really it's yeah. about the lesson. Yes. The lesson is the gift. So if you can think, reframe your health conditions or your pain as a, for, as a form of like, oh, this is a gift. What is life trying to show me? Mm-hmm. As opposed to like being a victim of the pain, being like, oh, this is, I'm in pain. I don't know what to do. I mean, we all feel that way. But if, the, if there was a way to create a little bit of like perspective or like, oh, I'm getting another migraine. What could I learn from this migraine? Or what is this migraine telling me? Or how can I use this opportunity to shift so I don't get migraines anymore? Exactly. Oh my gosh, you're speaking my language because that's pretty much the whole purpose of the podcast and the things that I teach. And that is really paying attention to the science. And I was just um, talking about it last week because somehow it was a theme for my post and my newsletter about your intuition. And even today I sent a newsletter saying that's what really led me personally to discover my health conditions that I had to pay attention to and then mm-hmm. start making the changes in my lifestyle, my mindset, and then improving my health. And really what led me to here where I am and as a coach, as a woman, as somebody who is really here to to be of service to people. And I feel that a lot of people sometimes get so stuck into the pain, the symptom, being the victim and not finding what is the one thing that we can rescue and really use it for our own benefit. And not only that, but also that there is this whole esoteric side of wellness where we can actually hone in into our intuition and our own energy field so that we can actually understand where some of these blockages come from and how can we heal them from the past. I completely relate to your story in holding on to some feelings and emotions based on the experiences that we had growing up. I personally also feel like there's much of my past that I've been carrying for so long, so long. And it wasn't until a few, a couple of years ago where I personally had to go through also having cysts in my ovaries, mainly on the right side. It's interesting, yours was on the left side, my mine was on the right side. And overall, a lot of conditions in my health had happened on the right side of my body. It's just quite interesting, and especially for me, learning about the right side being more the paternal side of our body and um, how it could be quite related to my relationship with my dad, to things that I lived with and carried for so long. And a lot of it, I do believe that is energy blocks in, in, in not being able to heal and maybe forgive and, uh, 
in a sense, have compassion to those events or even compassion to him or even myself. And so I feel like it's very important for us to understand that some of these blocks, these energy blocks, if we carry them for so long, they are eventually going to affect us, not just emotionally, but also physically. And I feel these, um, this can lead us to talk a little bit more about womb healing. So I took a look at your website and I love it because one of the services that you provide for women, it is exactly womb healing. And this is a modality that I learned a few years ago as well when I also went through my own healing journey and I was just amazed by how much power we have in our womb, how much power we have as women and in not just creation of a, you know, of a human body when uh, women are able to carry a baby, but overall that's like the center of creation overall. And so I just love the whole idea of um, understanding more in depth what that means, as well as how we can actually heal uh, a little bit more when we do these kind of practices. So tell us more about that. Yeah, I um, learned the Vago Mayan abdominal massage. Mm. And when I was learning, they, the Mayans believed that the uterus was considered like the second brain. Yeah. for a woman so when her uterus was out of alignment it totally affected how she felt about self and affected her mental capacity so almost like when freud were like was saying that women had hysteria um you can attribute that to almost having a, a uterus that was mal mal placed it could be like it could be put forward or backwards or side to side there's lots of ways that the uterus could be out of alignment and that could affect your menstrual cycle, but could also affect the way you feel about yourself. So there was kind of, um, it's interesting, the diagnosis that women have gotten over the years. And just like as an, just as an observation, I don't necessarily know if all of that was true because these are men talking about women, which I always question. Um, Cause I feel like those kinds of things come from the wise women and the midwives and the women that are part of the community that really guide you when we were living in tribes. Right. It's like you go to your grandma and your great grandma yeah. and the woman, the elder in the village. Um, so when that, when the patriarchy dropped down on us and took away women's knowledge about their bodies, it, it created a huge disconnect yeah. because a lot of women don't even know their anatomy and mm. they don't know um, where I mean, you people know that the basic stuff, but there's so much things about the, our bodies that a lot of us are not taught. Like even I, that went to acupuncture school, learned when I took this training. I was like, nobody taught us that. Like we we're not. If I had learned this when I was an, a teenager, it would have completely shifted my menstrual cycle because I would have known. Okay, my uterus is retroverted, which is, means it's backwards. That could mean that was probably one of the reasons why my cramps were so bad, and. I remember telling my mom that, you know, what was I was experiencing and she said, Oh, when I have a when when I had my first child, it went away. And I've had doctors told tell me that. Like once you have a child, your cramps will probably go away. But the reason why it goes away is because your uterus pops back into place. It's not because of anything magical. It's really because your uterus is out of alignment and then having a baby can help it kind of go pop back into place. Oh, wow. So there's so many, so many nuances about women's health that physically are important that women should know about. So the pelvic steaming and the vaginal steaming can help with the physical um, dryness of the vaginal canal. It helps to with cramps and it helps with um, endometriosis, helps the softening of the pelvic floor to help relax because we have 
a diaphragm, a pelvic diaphragm that sits at the bottom of our pelvis, which is in alignment with our upper diaphragm. So breathing into your pelvis is really important. So pelvic steaming helps to relax the pelvic floor, which deepens your breath, which then deepens your relaxation that calms your whole nervous system down, which is why it's so relaxing. I mean, and also just energetically, like there's so much in the womb. Like, I don't think I know a single woman that hasn't gone through any kind of sexual assault. It could be a microaggression. Not every woman gets raped, but there's still microaggressions that happen nearly daily. Cat calls, inappropriate things, a wink. You know, there's so many things that happen to women growing up. I mean, yeah. and that energy goes somewhere and it, you know, usually sits in the womb space. And so there's so much to unpack in that area. And also it's so powerful. It's like if women could connect to their womb, they would be able to connect so deep into themselves that they would be able to move mountains. And I think that's why the patriarchy is so strong because they know women's power, right? That's why people that are marginalized and oppressed, if they knew their power, they wouldn't, we wouldn't be marginalized, right? Because So the powers that be always have to put you down so you don't realize your power. And women are extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because we have this wound, this, this, we have this like place of creation. Like we create, like men don't create, we create, we create the world. Mm-hmm. Like, so we can change the world. Exactly. You know? So it's like a matter of like, we create it, we can change it. And so I think when, if women were really able to hone in on their own power, connect to their pelvic floor, connect to their uterus, connect to their womb space, and really use that as a source of intuition and kind of moving from that place, connecting their heart to their uterus, there's a whole um, energetic pathway in Chinese medicine that goes from the heart to the uterus. So when our heart is broken, which many of us go through, it totally disconnects, you totally become disconnected to your uterus, which is why it's always so important to heal your heart. Because once your heart is healed, then you can have energy flow all over your body and especially to your uterus. And then Mm -hmm. healing that, it's like you're able to manifest what you want. You're able to do things on a completely different level. And I think that could really help shift the patriarchy that we're all under right now, if we're able to really connect in a different way and come together in community and serve and uplift the planet. I love all all of that because I feel that not a lot of people see it that way as far as if we take care of this area, especially for us women, just like you said, because we are creators. And sometimes people don't see it so much because they think, oh, well, women, yeah, they give birth, they give birth to a child. But even for those of us who do not have kids, and I know many women too, who are not, Mm -hmm. they're not moms, but they still, Mm -hmm. when they learn to connect to that area and be able to heal that space, which like you said, pretty much every woman is in one way or another affected. There's always something and not necessarily, like you said, you know, like somebody who has been, um, severely affected or or had raped uh, uh experience but you know there could be anything that really in our minds and in our heart is affected because we're feeling you know we're pushed down we're feeling that we're not able to express ourselves or create in one way or another and i know some women who are like myself i don't have a child yet but they for the longest time they felt well i'm not able because i don't have a kid i'm not a creator i'm not able to create i'm not able to actually 
practice, you know, the, that, that power. But then there are so many other ways that we can do that, whether it's in our lives or in our business, in other relationships. And one thing that I also learned, maybe this is something that you do as well, from um, a healer that was helping me heal the, the um, cyst that I had way back then was, you know, not just moving or dancing and moving the energy physically as we move our bodies, but then also start creating with maybe doing some art, maybe do, getting into a new hobby or new activity that you've never done before and really gives you that um, that uh, feeling that you're actually making something new, creating something, because anything really is creation. Even when we wake up in the morning and we just start doing something out of nowhere, it came and without thinking, without having that maybe conscious awareness, we are starting to create life, you know, in the way we wake up, the way we come out to other people and how we establish a communication, anything. And so I feel that women or people in general need to learn more about these ways of really stepping out of our shell and really Mm -hmm. showing ourselves up and start learning our not just our physical body but also that emotional and energetic body that we get to actually discover and then move more and and start getting more in tune and connected to that side of us so that overall we're able to heal any in any area that we need to heal so i really like that what you had to say because i feel like it's not something like you said, it's taught in school. I wish people would get yeah. to learn this when we were younger so that we wouldn't have to wait like decades <laughs> to start like, Oh, okay. Now I get to do this. Um, but yeah, it's so amazing of all the work that we can do. Uh, once we learn more about our bodies, different types, different bodies, you know, physical, emotional, mm-hmm. the energetic body. And I love the kind of work that you do with your acupuncture practice, as well as the energy healing and guys, I know I told you before, but I always feel like we need to repeat it. Go and see her, like uh, watch um, what she does on her website. And then also there are ways that people can connect with you, right? How can yeah. people get to know more about your work, which you already explained a big chunk of it, but also learn more about other ways to work with you other than maybe personal because people could be in another city or somewhere else, but there's, there are ways that they can be in touch with you as well. Um, so you can go to my website, pelviswellnessmethod.com, and there's a link on the on the homepage with all the events that are happening. And the other way to be, to follow that what's happening to, what's going on with me is on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is pelviswellness. I do Instagram lives on Thursdays at four, where I invite people to talk, and I do that weekly. So I do I offer a lot of content on there. I post a lot of, on Instagram. is pretty much my main source of setting up um, information and I'm on Facebook as well. So yeah, I'm findable. Like you, my name's pretty unique. <laughs> so you can find me by my name. Or, I know. Yeah. I remember when I found you. Wellness. Yes. And that's a good way for people to remember as well. So guys, um, as we are finishing up conversing with Corinne, thank you so much for being here and giving us your time and your wisdom. Uh, but follow her, reach out to her. And also in your website, there's a place where they can see events and that's where you have your calendar for Mm -hmm. your free um, healing sessions. I don't know how much longer you will have them, but hopefully people get to them and get to sign up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do them until I'm called not to anymore. So we'll just kind of, I'm just kind of going with the flow. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank yeah. you so much for, I'm just telling you for the time that I was able to attend, it was, it was really good. Um, yeah. so I'll go back and sign up more and put it in my calendar. Yeah. It's probably, I'll forget. Yeah. The next, the next one is, uh, July 14th and that one is initiate your intuition. So that's about opening up your third eye. And then the one after that is July 28th. And that one is magnetism. So that's about magnetizing your sexuality and your creativity. Mm, I like that. Well, I like all of them. I just, because <laughs> you know, I mean, that's one thing that I'm very passionate about learning and practicing as well. And just a little thing to say, because intuition has been a topic for the last several days or weeks. Um, but it's so interesting that it basically in every part of our body or every chakra, however people want to see it, we have those ener- um, not energetic, but the intuition um, mm-hmm. areas, whether it's in our third eye, whether it is in our gut, you know, our gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I talk mm-hmm. about when it comes to my personal journey in health, and as well as the, cre- the sacral area and, and mm-hmm. pretty much discovering our body, uh, you know, that energetic body as well, we can see that there are ways that we can connect to it, follow our intuition and really allow it to guide us in how can we do better, heal better in in, mm-hmm. in place where, where there needs to be uh, healing. Thank yeah. you so much, Corinne. Thank you Thank for you. Here, sharing everything that you share. And I cannot wait to hear what else comes out uh, from, from your practice. And uh, and also, I'll be making an appointment soon. Thank you. I <laughs> appreciate taking, you. You're taking people Thank in you. person, right? Yeah, I'm an essential worker, so I've been working. Yay! Okay, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll be seeing you guys soon. Okay, bye.